Good morning and welcome. I'm Walt Dilge, Senior Pastor of the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village. Welcome to our remote worship service. Pastor Rachel and I hope you are staying healthy and managing well. We'll be coming to you each Sunday at 10 a.m. via the internet until this period of physical distancing is behind us and is safe again for us to gather in person. Until then, Pastor Rachel and I are inviting you to join us spiritually through the wonder of this technology. May God's spirit bless this time of worship for us all. We are about to enter into a time period of prayer. And to that end, I want to let you know that you are welcome to type your prayers into the uh, comments or chat section of our gathering. We would love to know what is going on in your life and to see how things are going in your world. If you don't want those that are watching online to know what's on your hearts this day and you want to keep it more private, please know that you can send an email to Pastor Walt or myself or Joanna and we'll make sure that the prayer team is lifting you up in prayer this day. As we prepare our hearts for prayer, hear this reading from the Psalter, Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits. And in his word, I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. More than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for the Lord is there. Or for with the Lord, there is steadfast love. With him is great power to redeem. It is he who will redeem Israel from all iniquities. Please join me in prayer. Awesome and almighty God, we thank you for this day and the ways in which your spirit moves among us, giving us guidance, giving us wisdom, allowing us to gather, though we are separated by distance. We would love to gather as a community face to face and give one another hugs, but we recognize that this is not the best way to stay healthy or safe at this moment. So we find new ways to create community as we are distant from the community that we love so dearly and deeply. This day, we ask that you be with those who are sick, those who have been diagnosed with the coronavirus, Leo, Henry, and all of the others who have been impacted and are struggling to, to recover from this virus. Be with all of those that are sick, that they might know your presence, that they might know your peace, that they might have a sense of your hand offering your healing touch. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for those who have not been diagnosed, but are suffering illness, not knowing if they have the coronavirus or if they are just suffering from some other illness. Be with Leroy, with Paul, with Wendy, and with Bill. 
that they might discern the best course of actions to take care of themselves in this time, to seek medical treatment when it is needed, and to know when it is helpful to stay away from, from medical care to, to avoid illnesses. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for our friends and loved ones who are working to stay well, who are grieving loss and disappointment from adventures and events that they had on their calendars that they've had to give up to work being put on hold. All of these are disappointments that need to be grieved and need to be reflected upon. We also pray for all of those that are determining a new type of normal in this season. Oh Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our community, the shutdowns, the impacts on employment, and for our medical caregivers and first responders who are potentially exposing themselves to this virus so that they can offer care and treatment for others. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for our nation and our world as we grieve the rising death toll, but also celebrate all those who have recovered from the coronavirus. Be with those whose lives are forever transformed. Be with the leaders and the decision makers that they are leaning into you, O oh Lord, finding your presence, discerning your will, and determining the best course of treatment to take care of all at this time. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We recognize that life continues to be lived and that people continue to walk these roads and we celebrate new life in our midst and within our communities. We celebrate with Walt and Debbie, the birth of their new grandson, Ronan August Hooten Dilge, who was born on Friday. We know that life continues. We know that you offer new opportunities and for that we give you thanks. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We take a moment to pray the prayers that are on our hearts this day in a moment of silence. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray all these things saying the prayer that your son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We now receive a gift of special music that was recorded back in January of 2019, but is something that is touching to our hearts in this season. And we hope that you receive this with the grace and love that it's offered.
watch us where we go and teach us to be wise in times when we don't
We have two scripture readings this morning. The first one comes from Proverbs 22, verse 9. Those who are generous are blessed, for they share their bread with the poor. Our second reading is from Acts 20, or Acts 20 verse 35, and reads, In the, all this I have given you an example, that by such work we must support the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus. For he himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The work of the church continues amid this tremendous health challenge of COVID-19. As we pray for each other and help each other as we are able, we resolve ourselves to persist and to prevail. We look forward to coming back together when we are able linking arms and continuing our ministries of consequence in person. Until then, we work to further equip ourselves to be the people God intends us to be. So we continue this morning with our sermon series, which we started back in January, on setting a course for a better life. We've already looked at the importance of relational ministries, We've looked at how important the worship experience is for us in shaping our life and our lifestyle. And we've examined how important it is to express our compassion personally and collectively. There's a lot of that going on right now, even at this physical distancing. Today we look at our ministry of sharing, what we call stewardship. We live through the grace of a generous God. We are called in faith to be a generous people. We live better lives when we are generous people. Our hearts become expansive and not restrictive. Our souls delight in the joy of giving rather than in keeping things to ourselves. As a congregation, we want to encourage ourselves to greater generosity. We want to challenge one another to stretch forward, to lean into that kind of spiritual discipline. And we want to provide avenues to make it possible for us to be this way. Since God is our reference point in so much of all of our religious thinking, I wanted to start by beginning to think about how it is that we characterize God in terms of this. Think about it. Is God a, a miser or is God extravagant? Think of the variety of colors. This, this painting behind me just is evocative of that for me, but just look at what's behind Rachel's head when she comes back on or look out your window at the at the glory of creation and think about the, the marvelous variety of colors that are a part of our creation and how by the miracle of, of God's creation of our eyeballs with these three different types of receptor cones, we're able to see all of this. It's just an, it's an incredible thing. 
think of diversity of life forms of of animals and plants i we almost started worship this morning with a bee around my head it seemed that the bee wanted to be a part of the worship experience we uh thought perhaps it might be better not to have nature be a part of the experience in that way think of the diversity of creation all the different animals all the different plants think about the the abundance of creation and i think we realize that god really is extravagant life is always seeking a way to be manifest a plant sprouting through the concrete pavement this week as debbie and i were taking one of our walks we passed the the college in our area and and there were uh, there was an aluminum roof building with aluminum walls from back in the day and some stuff had, some debris had found itself in the little gutter of that area and plants were sprouting, were sprouting, were sprouting from this aluminum little gutter. Life asserts itself in the hardest of circumstances. Life drives itself forward. Volcanic stone, it wears away over time to become nourishing soil mutating genomes adapt to new environments our skin colors over the millennium changing to help us with our climate the development of lactose tolerance in northern europe where did that come from why did that come it's an amazing thing god's creation god is extravagant we are fruit of that generous extravagance. I would also say, thinking about God, that God is effusive, that God is effusive and not restrained. God loves all of us with all of our differences, with all of our varied needs. Maybe we're intellectually or conceptually orientated, or, or perhaps we're more emotionally or psychologically orientated. God loves us nonetheless. Whether we're self-sufficient or codependent, whether we're a loner or we're a groupie, God's love surrounds us. God's love pours out to us the spiritually perceptive as well as the physically grounded one is a part of God's generous love. God does not hold back. God even seeks the recalcitrant among us. The 99 sheep are provided for, yet God is out seeking the one lost one. The knock and the patient waiting at the soul's door. Prevenient grace to redeeming grace to sustaining, sanctifying grace. Grace upon grace upon grace is there. Always for us from our generous God. God is extravagant. God is effusive towards all of us. And as we go through this crisis, it's good to be reminded of God's overflowing love for each one of us. It's there for our nurture. It's there for our strength. 
Consider some scriptures that remind us of God's care towards us. What first came to mind for me was the part of the Lord's Prayer, which you heard with Rachel today, of give us this day our daily bread. Our material blessings are to be received trustingly and thankfully as a gift, one of the gifts of God. So I say to you, ask and it will be given you. This is from Luke chapter 11. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. God is ever present, awaiting to help us along the right path. Consider the lilies and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I will tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Or Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Is there any among you who, if your child asks for bread and gives you a stone, or if your child asks for a fish and gives you a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? We are loved. God's grace surrounds us. Setting the table for our lives, there are enough of all good things for all when we learn how to develop them and distribute them. God's desire for us is shared abundance of this good creation. We're called to understand this, to practice it, and, and make it happen generously. According to Jesus, we are not to worry about these things of life but are invited instead to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you, since your heavenly Father knows that you need them. When we orientate our lives to God, all else falls into place. That may be hard to grab hold of, especially in this time of crisis, but we need to seek the center and to be balanced with God as our center. And we will find ourselves moving much better along through any crisis that befalls us. God gives us the strength to prevail, to persist. Paul writes, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all through him who gives me strength. Paul bears witness to the power of God's spirit in our lives to sustain us. We are blessed by the unmerited gift of God's grace made real to us through Christ Jesus. This generous gift of God to us. Well, it is just foundational to our generosity in our lives. 
we have been given and so we give. We are living through a time of viral pandemic, which, which highlights how important our relationships are with one another, how we can bring injury or bring aid to one another, how important it is to keep each other healthy and to support each other through this challenge. We are reminded to treat others as we would want to be treated at such a time, to care for, to protect, to support one another. Now, dear friends, it is a time for an outpouring of love, a generosity of spirit and of resources, not a time to hold back our caring or our support. Now is the time to lean into the need that we find around us, finding ways to meet those needs safely, effectively, and in a healthy manner. So we think of our Acts passage this morning that reminds us of how blessed it is to give. God gives fully to us, and we in turn are offered the opportunity to be a blessing to others to pass the blessing forward, to pass it around. We can be a wellspring of blessing to others, and through the doing of that, we will find joy in our life, as Christ promises, even in this time. The privilege of generosity of spirit and resources are ours when we realize just how grateful we are for what we have received. Our God has been extravagantly generous to us. We are called to live into that generosity for others. Today, take a look at this call of faith in the context of these most challenging times. You will see before you an opportunity, even amid this time of physical distancing, to share your heart to share your resources, and to be that generous type of person that God would have you be. Amen. Amen, indeed. Thank you, Pastor Walt. Pastor Walt said it so clear. This is our time to lean into the need and to be the church at its best. We are able to do that when we give our tithes and offerings and commit to giving to the church. But we recognize that there are some struggles in that right now. Shortly, we will receive our offertory music and it'll give you information about how to donate online. And I want you to know that we received a message from Abby Fenton in the office this week, who told us that she did it for the first time and expressed how easy it was for her to do that. And we celebrate that fact and we rejoice in the fact that she was able to do that and we applaud her for her efforts. But we also recognize that online giving may be outside of your comfort zone. So we want to offer to you that if you still want to mail in your checks, we want to support you in that effort. So I'm going to encourage you to email Vinia in the church office and ask her to send you some self-addressed stamped envelopes. So all you have to do is put your check in the envelope, stick it in the mail, and know that it is on its way and that 
you have done your part to be the community, to be the church in a world that needs our support and our love right now. Let us take a moment to meditate on Pastor Walt's sermon as we receive a gift of music. We hope this service has been a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us. We look to connect again next Sunday at 10 a.m. when you will hear Rachel, Pastor Rachel, preaching on Matthew 21, 1 through 11, with a sermon entitled Generosity Parade, observing Palm Sunday for us. Yes, we're, we're almost there. Can you believe it? Also, let me remind you that daily we will be beginning morning meditations this week at uh, 9 or 10 in the morning. Uh, stay tuned. We'll, we'll publicize that time in the morning. Also, uh, a new Bible study will be debuting on Wednesday at 1030 and 730. We're going to be studying the book of Acts. May God's blessings go with you this day and throughout your week surrounding you with grace and with God's tender mercies. Stay safe, be well, know that, that you are loved. Amen. Mm -hmm.